Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Wallner. Caleb Hudson is the newest member of the ever-popular Canadian Brass. Before he landed this coveted position, Caleb was principal trumpet with Symphony in C. He'll be returning to solo with the Collingswood-based ensemble on January 27th. Caleb joined me via Skype from Fort Collins, where he teaches at Colorado State University. Later on, he describes why the pieces he's playing on the upcoming Symphony in C concert are so special to him. But I began our conversation by asking about his gold trumpet. Ever since 1970, when the Canadian Brass started in Toronto, uh, part of the trademark of the group was that all of the brass instruments were gold-plated. If you haven't seen the Canadian Brass, there are two things that stand out visually. They're the gold instruments and they're the white tennis shoes. <laughs> so um, all of the instruments are, are gold plated. They are made out of, out of brass, but on top of the brass is a gold plating, which we think gives a nice warm shimmer to the sound in addition to the, uh, the nice vibrant look on stage that reflects the stage lighting really well. I was wondering if it changed the tone of the sound at all. You think it does? It, we think it does. Um, it's a very subtle thing, but it adds just a little bit of warmth to the sound and uh, helps us to blend with each other a little better. We, we, think, we think so, at least. What kinds of sounds do you feel like the trumpet can make that you feel are maybe underappreciated? Sure. So I think the trumpet gets a bad rap sometimes of being a one-dimensional instrument that, I, that only can produce fanfare and harsh sounds. And part of what drew me to the trumpet as a 10-year-old was a high school trumpet player in my sister's high school band. And um, I remember he played Trumpeter's Lullaby in front of the band, and he had the most beautiful, warm tone. And that was when I knew I wanted to play the trumpet. And um, I like to think that it's not just the... It's like Perlman's and the Wynton Marsalis's and the Hilary Hans of the world that really inspire young musicians, but it's, it's, it's the people in your community that it's the first person you hear that plays the instrument that has an impact on you. And so it was just a, a high school trumpet player that I heard, and that was what made me want to play the trumpet. And this variety of sound that the trumpet can produce is something that I strive to, uh, to work on on a daily basis so that we really can have, as trumpet players, a vast tool belt of expression. And we can play a lot of different styles and a lot of different repertoire, and there's really nothing that's off limits. of the classics have been key to the success of the Canadian brass. We don't have the masterworks written for our instruments as do string quartets or piano quintets. Valves on the brass instruments, which allow us to play scales, they weren't invented until the late 19th century. Wow. So we miss the music of, of Mozart and um, Beethoven. I mean, Mozart wrote for trumpet. Um, and trombone, and so did Beethoven, but only for the valveless instruments that existed at their time. So we were stuck in the back of the orchestra when the string players were receiving all of their great solo and chamber 
works. So uh, the Canadian Brass took um, a masterpiece approach where they took, they borrowed and stole music from other uh, instruments, but always with um, always with a vision to reimagine that work for the brass. Not not just playing a piece because they loved it themselves, but playing it because they could reimagine it in, in a way that brass instruments would illuminate something different about the music. For example, the organ music of Bach played on brass instruments. First of all, there's a there's a certain sound quality that's similar to playing on a pipe organ. Mm-hmm. But additionally, having five independent players play these play this uh, poly, uh, polyphonic music really brings out each independent line in a way that is not really possible on the organ. So we think we bring something different to that music. And every piece that we approach, we try to have that same mindset so that we're bringing, illuminating some different facet of the music that the listener may not have heard in its original form. You're the newest member of the Canadian Brass. What is it like to be playing with these other you know, brass players, essentially. Like, what are you learning from them as opposed to playing in a bigger orchestra? I never take it for granted because I, just like the other uh, three younger members of the Canadian Brass, we all grew up listening to the Canadian Brass because every serious young brass player does. So to be able to be a part of that legacy and to contribute to the group moving forward in addition to maintaining that legacy as best we can is an honor. Chuck Dalenbach is our tuba player and he is the only remaining founder in the group. So he brings, obviously he brings a wealth of knowledge and experience and wisdom to the group, uh, not just musically, but also about the business um, and about relationships and about all the things that go into a, a tour and to our performances in the background, behind the scenes. And for me, that's something that I've learned because going to the conservatory, uh, we don't really learn the business side of things or the marketing side or even really establishing a fan base or um, maintaining relationships with our audiences, our our audience all around the world. I'm learning so much about social media, um, about publishing, about um, relationships with presenters, just there's so many things to learn about. Not to mention arranging and transcribing and composing music um, for the ensemble itself, and education. I, that's not even mentioning all the coachings and master classes and clinics and presentations that that go into uh, performance. Because we do believe that investing in uh, being part of that community experience is really meaningful, not just for the community, but also for us and for the way that we express the music and express our program to the audience. Caleb Hudson is an arranger and composer as well as a trumpet player. The Canadian Brass's last album, Perfect Landing, features one of his compositions. Uh, the piece is called White Rose Elegy, and it's, um, it was originally written for a documentary that was about the White Rose Group, which was a resistance group in Munich during World War II. 
this is a, a documentary that really tells tells the story of that group and the pamphlets that they produced and ultimately they were all executed mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's a very somber piece and um, and one that I feel very honored to have written. And now it's published and a lot of young musicians are, they get the chance to perform the piece themselves, which is really gratifying to see that. You have a concert coming up with Symphony and C, and you have a bit of a history with this orchestra. Right. The two pieces that you're playing, one is the Haydn, I'm looking here, Haydn in E flat major, is that? Yeah, and that's And then right. Arben's Carnival of Venice. Tell me about these pieces, and what are you trying to get across as a soloist? So first of all, Symphony C is a fantastic ensemble. Um, I had the opportunity to perform with them in about 2012 to 2014, around that time. And my wife was also in the group. Um, she's a trombone player, so we got to play in the, in the ensemble together. And it's really one of the best orchestras that I've had the privilege myself to play in. Um, it's just full of really talented musicians, um, from mostly from the Philadelphia and New York areas. And um, I, I loved my time there. These pieces, the Trumpet Concerto by Haydn, is one of the most performed trumpet pieces and also one of the most performed concertos by Haydn. Um, And it was written in 1796 by a 64-year-old Joseph Haydn who wrote it for his friend, Anton Weidinger. And Anton Weidinger invented the keyed bugle, which up until that point, the trumpet um, was valveless and keyless and could only play the natural notes of the harmonic series, which are basically bugle calls and fanfares. Um, and so the very first phrase of this concerto features a scale, which in that time would have been a very big deal for an audience to hear that, because there's a brand new instrument and a, a brand new range for the instrument that was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and these days it's, <laughs> it's really not that special, unless the audience knows um, the history. Yeah, sure. And then Carnival of Venice. Um, it's Carnival of Venice is really just a folk tune that was rearranged by a number of composers. The first time I heard this piece was on Wynton Marsalis, his album Carnival. And it's, a, it's an album of all cornet solos, also all 19th century cornet solos. And this was the album that really made me serious about playing the trumpet. Really? And this is the very first track on that album, Carnival wow. of Venice. And this, so this is that arrangement. So when Joe Hart from Symphony C contacted me to uh, with this idea of playing the Haydn and Carnival of Venice back-to-back, uh, I asked him to arrange this version that was written by Arvin and arranged for the Eastman Wind Ensemble and went to Marsalis by Donald Hunsberger. So I don't know how he found that arrangement, which was originally for wind ensemble and trumpet, and now he rearranged it for orchestra and trumpet. And he just sent it to me yesterday, and it looks really great, so I can't wait. I hope you have a great concert when you return to your old stomping grounds at Symphony NC. Great. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Susan. Caleb Hudson will be the featured guest with Symphony and C 
for their Italian festival concert on January 27th at Rutgers Camden Center for the Arts. Visit symphonync.org for tickets. For more about all of the arts, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Wollner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.